And another thing And another thing And another thing And another thing Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing, the podcast that continues to set the bar in the world of podcasts. My name is Jody Jenkins. And I'm in Panama. My name is Tony Clement. And Tony, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we, (laughs) I didn't want to promote it because I know that there are other podcasts that listen to our show. Yes. I don't want to rub it in, but the Oscars did have a new category this year, Best Podcast by a Canadian Duo with the initials JJ and TC. And uh, we won. So well, that's a, that's a real slap in the face for some yeah. of these other people. <laughs> so now we have too, I, soon? We have too soon, too soon. <laughs> no, we but we have championship belts for being the best yeah. political podcast in Canada. Now we have Absolutely. an Oscar. Yeah, and uh, I guess I guess well, the other night was the Grammys, right? So the Grammys, yeah, yeah. Are we maybe, up for one maybe, of those too, or well, maybe our our intro, uh, maybe uh, we'd get a little best bit of love. Spoken there, word in the intro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, anyway. Um, yeah, actually, the grant, the Oscar thing that was uh, that we didn't chat about that on our last show, and it's probably no, obviously no. been been beaten to death now. But what did you? That was I was watching that in real time. That was weird. You were watching in real time. I did. I could. It just was like I I I for sure thought it was an act, and then yeah. I just as the week went on, obviously, and all the news came out. But I was like. This is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Yeah, no, I know. And of course, uh, the Oscars have been cratering in terms of their viewership over the last few years uh, from a high of, I think it was like 26 million, uh, you know, 15 years ago down to nine or nine or eight million last year. So, you know, but all of a sudden people are talking about the Oscars again. So uh, although they're upset with Will Smith, they should actually thank their lucky stars that something interesting happened. Yeah, and Chris Rock, his live shows just exploded, like just sold exploded. out everywhere. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you know, look, people are 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 building into it their own ideological agendas. So you know, this is an example of tos- toxic masculinity, or you know, uh, whatever they're they're saying. But uh, you know, I, I I obviously don't think that Will Smith acted in the right way but to have this explode over the news to the extent that it did is pretty crazy too so let's put everything in perspective he apologized to chris rock uh i guess technically it's an assault if if rock wanted to press charges which he doesn't so uh i hope it's a learning lesson for everybody but uh, that isn't the way to solve solve issues obviously but uh but let's not draw it out of proportion is my point of view yeah no totally should mention as well that this show is presented by john mutton and the team at municipal solutions you can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca and we thank them for their continued partnership tony i know that you're able to shed some more light on what they do there yeah they're very busy uh jody Uh, john is very very busy these days and uh, he's had some real successes with municipal zoning orders i don't think we talked about that very much but uh that's a big part of his uh, practice. And uh, yeah, he's getting some M- MZOs done for his clients. So congratulations to the Muttonator and his team. Uh, they do a lot of development approval stuff, permit expediting, planning services, 
with municipalities, engineering services, architectural services, minor variances, land severances, and uh, did I mention building permits? So uh, go to municipalsolutions.ca. They're there for you. And then we are also sponsored by the Canada Strong and Free Networking Conference coming up on May 5th to 7th, 2022 at the Shaw Centre in Ottawa. They're going to have some excellent speakers. They're going to have best practices, a lot of receptions. There's going to be a trade show. Uh, go to canadastrongandfree.network and find it all up. It's coming up quick, guys. It's, uh, it's less than a month away now. And uh, it's going to be, uh, I think there'll be a really big turnout for this. We haven't had one of these because of COVID for a long, long time. And finally, for all you cool cats out there who listen to Hunter's Bay Radio in Muskoka, 88.7 FM, you can find our podcast at 8.30 on Saturdays. Go to huntersbayradio.com. And last but not least, looneypolitics.com. It's a wonderful news aggregate site. Uh, Become a subscriber just by using the code podcast. You'll get 50% off your subscription. And by doing that, you'll have access to things that you cannot get anywhere else, including episodes of this show you will not hear only. You can only hear them at looneypolitics.com. So make sure you get that done. Tony, one thing I wanted to mention, right? right now and just chat for a couple minutes is, you know, we have the conservative leadership going on. We have a provincial election in Ontario happening. We've got some potential leadership stuff going on at, well, I guess not potential. There's going to be leadership stuff going on at West there in Cal or in Alberta and for the UCP. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like there's not a lot. People aren't really paying attention to any of this stuff. And I think it's probably because we've had the life sucked out of us for two years because of COVID that we just don't even really care as much about politics. Maybe I'm wrong, but do you know what I mean? Like, I mm. like honestly, I see nothing about the provincial election. Like, normally, you know, like, it's literally like, oh, my gosh, it's uh, not that long away, like 60 days away or whatever it is. And we're going to be uh, on election day. It doesn't feel like a provincial election. Even the leadership, again, I'm biased. Both of us are because we I know that. Pierre's running away with it, but it's like, I don't know. What is your sense on all that stuff? Yeah, there's not as much engagement on it. Uh, I think part of it is a hangover uh, from the Trump years where he was such a colossus in the media that people wanted to talk more about American politics in Canada than Canadian politics. It was very frustrating as a politician to uh, to try to get a message out and everybody, all the people want to talk about is what Trump did today or, or, or so, and so on, or what Hillary Clinton did yesterday. So so I think there, that's part of it as well. But I do believe, yeah, the pandemic as well, people are just in a different state of mind. And uh, I, I think that that's affecting our politics directly. But what you're saying is it's affecting it indirectly because people are just not paying as much attention. I, I agree with you on the Ontario election. I think that... Uh, there's a low level of interest right now. That may change when the writ is dropped, uh, perhaps. But that's bad news for Del Duca, the liberal leader, most yeah. of all. He's he's the least well-known of the party leaders. He's yeah. He has the fewest number of seats of the major party leaders. Uh, so he's he's got the most ground. He's got to catch up. Uh, he's got a federal liberal leader that is kind of mezzo-mezzo. He's kind of so-so. He's, he's got a lot of people that dislike him, but, uh, you know, a few people that like him, but not as, not as many as, uh, a few years ago. So, uh, Del Duca is kind of str- swimming upstream right now, I think, 
Uh, now he's, you know, he's uh, he's got some interesting policy ideas, and uh, I guess you can make the point that the liberals have sunk to the depths that they could possibly sink to, and he has only one way to go, which is up. So there's that. But to try to get attention in this in this market where where there's so much other stuff that people are focusing on, none of it being politics. Uh, you know, that's that's going to be tough for him. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting journey over the next couple of months. The other thing, you know, speaking of you mentioned not paying attention, and I don't even probably shouldn't even admit this considering we host a political podcast, is that I, I had no idea that former guest Danielle Smith was running yeah. again for nomination. Well, yeah, and of course, everybody's uh, uh, everybody's thinking that uh, a former guest Danielle Smith might might be uh, taking a look at the UCP leadership if uh, if Jason Kenney falters. So, got to watch out for that in Alberta politics. Uh, uh, we'll we'll see what that means when I make my trip out to the Calgary Stampede for the first time in several years this year. So, looking forward to that and connecting with all my political and business friends. Uh, who go to the stampede. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting one this year with a federal leadership going on. So all the candidates are going to don their cowboy boots and cowboy hats. And uh, also you could have an Alberta provincial leadership going on there too. So I'm going to just try and get this out in the open right now, just to squash any rumors, but there are people saying that you are going out to Alberta to knock on, you know, check or sorry, explore the opportunity, knock on some doors of possibly running out there for, well, I think somebody who spent his life in Ontario politics, that's exactly the right person they need in Alberta right now. Don't you think? <laughs> you feel good about that, eh? <laughs> I feel really good about it. I so, think that they're ready for a breath of fresh air from Ontario. He's going to tell them what to do. Don't you think? I think I think what you should do is like do a chuck wagon race like yourself and Myself, have like yeah. your face on the side of it and then like uh, rope up one of those like steers or those little cows, yeah, calves yeah. or whatever. And then when you're done... Just announce it. Grab a mic and just say, "My name's Tony Clement, and I'm here to save Alberta." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go right for the gusto. Yeah, you know what? What could possibly go wrong? Thanks, Jody. It's great, great advice. I really appreciate that. Now but, I know you're uh, in, you're in Panama, right? Yes. Did you watch WrestleMania last weekend? No. Was it in oh. Panama? Well, no, but I'm just like WrestleMania is a big global <laughs> event, bud. Okay. It was yeah. in Texas at AT and T Stadium. Two nights. So what happened? I said, well, I'll tell you who was on the show is uh, Johnny yeah. Knoxville. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrestled someone um, for, for, for five seconds before he was slammed. Uh, no, the I think it was a. Actually, I don't know. I think it might have been like ten minutes, maybe or whatever. Okay. But, okay. but I'm trying to think of big names that were on. like. Do you know who Pat McAfee is? He used to be a punter for the Indianapolis Colts. He's now a commentator. He did a match. It was pretty good. But no, so it was, are they uh, trying to rebrand uh, WWE? Is that what's going on here? No, uh, they're just trying to. I think they're just trying to appeal to new audiences too. But like, yeah. um, they've they've the last couple of years they've moved it to two nights. I think because it used to be like an eight hour spectacle, and that's uh, that's okay. a lot to watch in one night. Stone Cold Steve Austin also returned after nineteen years wow. away from the ring. Yeah, wow. so wow. he was dishing up stunners for everybody. So it was a uh, it was a fun weekend. And uh, you got to start watching WrestleMania, but I know. I, well, because I was down in Panama, everybody was saying, "Well, are you going to the the match?" Because Panama was playing Canada. Uh, this is for, as a quali- qualifier round for uh, for the uh, the FIFA World Cup. 
which I did not do uh, because I'm like three hours or four hours away from Panama City right now. I'm in the mountains of Boquete, uh, in next to a volcano. Uh, but uh, but yeah, but there was a lot of in uh, Panama, of course, like every every country on earth, uh, practically they uh, they worship uh, soccer, and so they were right into it. And Panama won one one nothing which affected Canada, Canada because Canada had already qualified for the World Cup, but they hadn't set up, you know, in which pot they were in for their, uh, their initial opponents. So now we know as a result of that loss where we are, which is not great, but, uh, you know. Why, who else is in our little group there? Uh, Croatia, Morocco. Uh, I can't remember who the other one was, but uh, it sounded like uh, they, they've got – They've got some chops. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I I've never really followed soccer, so I, I assume you have to get out of your grouping in order to keep going forward. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a bracket, like you know, it's like yeah. March Madness or anything like that. You've got these brackets, and you just keep playing along until you're uh, you're into the final two. So you're in Panama. What kind of stuff are you eating? Give me a nice sense of food. Uh, yeah, a lot of fish uh, for sure. I've had a lot of fish. There's a great uh, Italian restaurant in town in Bocchetti, which is uh, run by an expatriate Italian guy who has like four restaurants in the in the downtown strip there. Uh, so uh, that, that's some good food there. And uh, I, I went yesterday, went to just a local place and had some chicken wings and fries. So stuff you'd recognize for sure. Uh, but the, it's dirt, the f- food is dirt cheap compared to Canada. I got to say, like you can... You could have a good, decent steak for sixteen bucks. Wow! Uh, and uh, you know, it's like uh, all-you-can-eat buffet breakfast. Uh, you know, for fifteen bucks, which you know, I used to pay that for buffets, not anymore. Uh, and so that's pretty, pretty good. The uh, at the pump, it's about a buck twenty. This is all in U.S. funds, by the way, buck twenty per liter. So a lot less expensive than Canada. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it, a friend of mine has a place here, so we're just hanging out together, and he's uh, he's been there here for like ten, fifteen years, loves it, and uh, we're not it's not, we're not baking like it's twenty two, twenty five Celsius in the mountains, so it's it's quite nice, and uh, we get a little bit of sun, some clouds roll in. It usually doesn't rain. We're not in the rainy season yet, but uh, you know you can feel it. We did a hike uh, through the uh, the coffee plantations the other day, and. Uh, we were over a mile high, and <laughs> I was I was feeling that after a while. I got to tell you that that rarefied, uh, deoxygenated air for sure. Wait a second, though. You're at Snap Fitness, like on the regs. I so know, like, I know, I know. Explain but, and, that. And my my heart, my beats per minute of my heart were fine, but I but I felt it in my chest. Like, well, I guess like, you know what you need to do when you come back. You got to amp up your cardio. No, I think it's it's not. In my mind, my cardio is fine. It's just I'm breathing air that doesn't have oxygen in it. Okay. Not that's, as much. That's also a problem too. <laughs> yeah, that can be a problem. That can be but an yeah, issue. it's you know I've got this theory I've just developed, Jody, for our listeners and for you. But that I would say, uh, you know, obviously if if you've got kids, you gotta you gotta weigh it differently. But uh, my kids are grown up. But uh, you know, I, and I said to my wife, like one of the best times to go away is March 21st, first day of spring. Cause we we're Canadians first day of spring. Oh, we're going to have great weather springs here. No, we're not. Yeah. No, we're not. We're going to have another five or six weeks of crap. 
Yeah. So like that's that's the time where you book your ticket and go away because everybody back home is enduring more snow showers and more ice yeah. pellets and uh, wait a minute what where did spring go? Well, guess what? You're in Canada. Spring isn't here yet. Yeah. It's just you know it's called spring, but it ain't spring. Yeah. So I, I my feeling is you know in the future I'm going to go away around this time. Uh, because uh, then you just feel a lot better about things. It it feels like spring all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, I want to get your thoughts or a couple comments too on the what the golf's been like there because you've sent a couple pictures. Yeah. Like I don't know if you're being like kind of rude and like rubbing it in. Hey Jody, here's a picture of this beautiful <laughs> golf course I'm on today. What's it like there? Oh, it's freezing cold. Oh, okay, you know. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty cool. Like uh, there's. Um, uh, in the place where we are, it's a kind of a resort hotel air, uh, you know, area. So there's that. And, uh, so there's a, there's a nine hole golf course, Jody. It's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Now, I don't think it's up to your standards perhaps, but oh, we also, <laughs> but we also played this call, this course called Lucero. Is that uh, nice? Which is, yeah, that's the one I, I think I showed you the picture of the fairway, oh, yes. which is kind of baked right now because it's the it's just the end of the dry season, so the fairways probably are a bit some baked. of the longest drives you've ever had. I, I'll tell you that ball just <laughs> kept rolling. Yes, you're right, and they're very wide fairways. Whereas the one in the resort is very narrow, so I've been like losing balls by the bucket. Okay, bolt. so so you've had how many rounds so far? Uh, all told, uh, yeah. had five five rounds. Yeah. Okay, so tell me you've had at least one birdie. Yeah, I've had one. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> one. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Because <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, like your golf game's getting better, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm not not feeling happy about my last round, but it, it's 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 great. The, the the one at the resort, uh, the the one at Lucero is more like desert golf. Like you're high in the mountains. It's kind of yeah. Uh, there are a lot of cactus and stuff like that. The one at the resort, it's there. There are banana trees. There are papaya trees. There are uh, orange and lime and lemon trees all throughout the golf course. So yep. it's pretty cool. Like at one point, there was a tangerine tree. We we stopped our golf cart and picked a couple of tangerines fresh from the from the tree. So you don't get those opportunities in uh, in Ontario. That's for sure. No, I remember actually when we went to Saint Lucia for our honeymoon. Same kind of thing. We were on a golf course, and my wife was, they were eating fresh mangoes. Yeah, off the tree. So it's uh, yeah, no, it's 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 nice. It's it's a nice change. And there's a there's a quite a strong river. It's 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 narrow, but it's it, it courses through the course, and uh, uh, from the mountain, like obviously it's runoff from the mountain, uh, and uh, so that's been cool. And then we went to an animal shelter yesterday on the other side of the mountain, yeah, and uh, saw a jaguar that had been raised in captivity, and then she kind of rescued it. This lady who runs this animal shelter. Yeah, for, those, for those that don't know, Tony has been rescuing lemurs for the last. No, no, that's years. a sloth. That's a he's sloth. A big, I know, but I, lemurs as well. I'm saying there's a picture on your Instagram of you in a sloth, but people don't understand how how serious you are about rescuing lemurs. Yes, lemurs are people uh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's it's kind of cool. I you know I would say this about you know everybody talks about Costa Rica. Yeah, uh, I think I think Panama is a hidden jewel. Like uh, the the roads are way better than Costa Rica. They're, they're, they've got all this money from the Panama Canal that they're putting into infrastructure, and uh, and the, the the tourism is underdeveloped. So uh, prices are reasonable. Uh, housing prices are pretty reasonable, and uh, and so forth. So I, I I expect a big tourist boom here uh, in the years ahead. 
So, Tony, I'm just going to be very open about this. There's been some rumors going around. Are you down there to explore running for the <laughs> Panama government? No, 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 I don't. I think there's like 12 families who run the country here. But uh, <laughs> uh, but a populist just won in Costa Rica. I don't okay. know if you knew that. Um, no, I did uh, not just, know that. This, this past uh, weekend, uh, this populist candidate won against the the establishment. Uh, I've been president before, so therefore I should be president again. This populism thing uh, is uh, has not run its course. Let's put it that way. I I would tend to agree. You are enjoying Tony's vacation podcast, brought to you by (laughs) the Tourism Authority of Panama. Panama, (laughs) yeah, that's right. (laughs) If people are still listening to this, I'd be impressed. So, are you guys going to talk about politics or just about Panama? No, 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 no. You asked, I answered. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have some exciting guests coming up. We've been working closely with. uh, with Stephen Ledrew, who yes. used to be president of the Liberal Party, is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. So he's coming on, and then he had a. He We've told me a, a little bit a, about this, but he had a run in with Tucker Carlson, or he was on that show, and then he he got, was on Tucker Carlson's show, but he while he was doing a gig on as on CP twenty four, and then they and canned they, him off CP twenty four. Yeah, they they invoked uh, an ex- exclusivity clause, and oh, so he's. Uh, he was canned from that. Uh, this is a few years ago now, but he's still doing a lot of broadcasting. We tried to get him on today. I, I think we should be fair with our with our listeners, and uh, we just we were defeated by uh, technology. But we'll we're gonna we're gonna try again and yep. get him on. And uh, John Baird, the Honorable John Baird, has agreed to come on the program as well in the near future. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So, and maybe we'll still have some of the leadership candidates on who knows. But. Oh yeah. Like I, I'm, I, I, my attitude is Jody, uh, we yeah. will, we will invite them all, but we don't know who the leadership candidates are yet because That's true. Uh, until April point. 19th, until April 19th, they, they can all say, they can all do their big announcements. They can all do their rallies, but until you, you pay the abide money. by, pay the money, abide by the rules and are declared a candidate as of April 19th, you're not in my mind, you're not a candidate. You are. You can be officially a candidate, but uh, something could happen that could change your mind. Uh, I'm talking about uh, not the upper tier ones. I'm talking yeah, yeah. about the lesser Roman ones. Babber was in my backyard. Not literally my backyard, but he was in our city the other night, so I did go and see him. Yeah, there was a couple hundred out for him, I think. Yeah, it was, it was okay. I mean, he's very green politically and uh, very vague on details, but saying all the right things to that crowd. And I think he'll... Uh, if he get if he raises the funds to get in it, I could see him being ahead of Leslin Lewis this go around. He reminds me of kind of like the Leslin Lewis uh, energy. He's kind of catching yeah. on something there that she had last time, and I don't think she's got it this time. So, well, again, uh, maybe some people are reconsidering after not getting the kind of response that they were going to. They thought they'd get a month ago. So, yeah, we'll see. So it's, uh, we'll see what happens. But anyway, yes. once again. Thanks to uh, Municipal Solutions for their support of uh, the show being our presenting sponsor. You can find them at municipalsolutions.ca. Also, make sure you check out looneypolitics.com. Use the code podcast, become an annual subscriber, and you'll get 50% off your subscription and get access to stuff you just can't get anywhere else. And, of course, Tony, the big conference coming up. Yes, Canada Strong and Free Networking Conference. Go to Canada Strong and Free, not a dot network to get more details. And we are broadcast every Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. on 88.7 HuntersBayRadio.com. Quickly, we should do like a hospitality suite at the conference, you and I, the and another thing suite. 
Yes, well, all it takes is money, my friend. <laughs> no, bring your own. BYOB. <laughs> oh, okay. An informal hospitality suite. BYOB and BYOS, which means bring your own suite. So we'll just yeah. actually be in the hallway. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll be mooching off other people's suites, but we'll call it ours. All right, Tony, enjoy the rest of your time in Panama, and we will do this again in seven days. Sounds good, my friend.